you know, the opening to the parade, what better character than Grogu? So we approached Lucasfilm and we were like, listen, we have an idea. It's a little bit crazy. We need an answer in two weeks, but we think this would be amazing. And not just for your fans, for our fans. How did SpongeBob find his way onto the NFL field? Why is Lego taking the fashion world by storm? Where did all that Baby Yoda merch come from? And why are people going crazy for Captain America pajamas? We explore what makes certain consumer products stand out above the rest thanks to a little thing called brand licensing. Welcome to the Licensing Mixtape, a podcast from License Global. Hello, and welcome to the Licensing Mixtape podcast. I'm Patricia DeLuca, Senior Managing Editor, License Global Magazine. Today we're bringing you a special episode, an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a major new partnership between Macy's, Funko, and Lucasfilm. We're talking about the huge news that these three pop culture icons will be working on bringing Grogu, aka Baby Yoda, to life in a completely new way during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City this November. I spoke with Dali Aluwala of Funko to find out more. So first, let's talk about the inspiration behind the balloon. Welcome, Dolly. Thank you for joining us today at the Licensing Mixtape. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about how this collaboration came to be. When did it start and how has it evolved? So it came together. It feels like everything always comes together very quickly. Um, But this was an idea that our PR team had been talking about for a long time with the Macy's team. We really feel like Funko as a brand has become so ingrained in not just pop culture, but also in popular media. And we know that people are so excited by our product and what we do. And we have had so much success over many, many years with Lucasfilm and with Star Wars. And we thought, wouldn't it be amazing if we were able to do something at Macy's uh, with the child Grogu from the Mandalorian just because first I mean from a product perspective for us during a pandemic during a year when there was so much going on it almost feels like the child and the Mandalorian provide this little beacon of of light to so many people and it just was such an awesome thing that came out that people really gravitated towards and it made everybody happy like united so many different kinds of people and from a product perspective for us like when we came out with it people could not get enough of it. They were asking for more versions. They were asking for, you know, every episode, it was like, can you do this? Can you do that? So when we were brainstorming what could make sense to partner with Macy's on, it seemed like this was the one. This was something that people would just really get excited about. Um, And if we were going to make an investment like this into something that would be for many years and that would be, you know, the opening to the parade, what better character than Grogu? So we approached Lucasfilm and we were like, listen, We have an idea. It's a little bit crazy. We need an answer in two weeks. If you're in or you're out, but we think this would be amazing. And not just for your fans, for our fans, it'll be something different. It'll be something unexpected. Um, And they, of course, being Lucasfilm, they have a lot of people that they needed to, to run this by, but everyone was so excited. I think that on their side, you know, they were very interested in learning more about it and how it would come to life. And there was a lot of things that needed to be worked through in terms of just logistics and, and you know, how is it that we could transfer this two foot tall character into a 50 foot balloon? And we, when we were answering all those questions and everything started coming together, it happened very, very fast. And when we heard how excited not just their licensing team was, but the entire division and their producers, like the John Favreau's and everyone who works on The Mandalorian and created this character, it just made us even that more excited about how, you know, when the, the more that they talked about it, the more you could tell that they were like, yes, this could be 
so awesome for everybody. So I think that from our vision to what we ended up with, it came out very, very close to that. But the process of just having the conversations and getting it approved and getting everybody on board with it, it was easy. I mean, Lucas is such a great partner to us. And I think that they really got the vision and what we were trying to achieve, which was nice. Well, as you mentioned earlier, um, you, there was a shorter time frame for approval. And we all know that there's really no standard licensing time frame. So what level of work went into creating this balloon and how long did you have to pull it off? It was really about working with the Lucas team through it really closely. And I don't think it would have gone so smoothly had we not had, you know, over 10 years of partnership behind us. So they know that we were going to make sure that we captured the integrity of the character, even if you had to make adjustments for products. I think the hardest part was definitely the beginning phases where there's weight things that you need to take into consideration. So one of the interesting things that as I was working on it, I don't work in product, but just being a part of the process, Grogu's ears are oversized. And when you transfer that to a balloon, things like that, it would have flown off into the sky because the weight distribution. And so how heavy these balloons are, how they need to work just from an aerodynamic standpoint. Um, and then communicating that back to Lucas for them to take to the producers and the, the creators so they could understand like this is, we want to keep the integrity of the character but the balloon has to fly and they were amazing about it they completely understood and I think that when people see the finished product they're going to be amazed at how it looks so close to the Funko Pop version of the character while still being able to be a, a real life balloon um, which is awesome it was a fast process um, I think that you know normally something like this you wish that you had longer but if it hadn't been the Lucasfilm team really going above and beyond to step up work with us because it was so many approvers on their side um, I don't think it would have gone so seamlessly so you know we have to give a huge shout out to them and their team for for helping us through this it's the first time we've ever done anything like this um, and with such an important characters you know having everybody be really collaborative made this work if not then it would have never happened as fast as it did that's interesting to hear about Grogu's ears it, yeah they are oversized but I guess uh, you know when you're making a balloon and you're taking everything measurements all into consideration that's probably more of uh, a surprising fact of making a yeah. process. Were there any other surprises about, or like a, a surprising fact about the balloon process making? I think the weight is definitely the most interesting part, like how much science goes into these balloon makings, which of course, you know, you think about this and you're like, wow, you have these, God knows how much these weigh in the sky and how many people have to hold them up and keep them steady. But things like having to factor in what happens if it's windy, what happens if, you know, fabric and how it can catch. So all these things that need to be taken into consideration as you're developing it. So it's not just about straight translating a character. It's also about making sure that you're taking all of that in as well and making adjustments at the same time you have to keep the character integrity intact right so again I think that when people see it it's amazing how how much it looks like just like the pop even with these tweaks that had to be made um, but that again like the Macy's team knows in the ins and out of this kind of stuff and they were really great about educating us and in turn we could work with the Lucas team to say here's what we can do here's what we can't do here's what we suggest and then coming up with creative solutions to work around some of the stuff like how do you tilt it a certain way do you make the fabric attach a certain way so all these kinds of things um, you know, I, I thought it was really interesting as we were working through the process, but it was it was fairly seamless. So what is it about the character as a Funko that makes yeah. it a perfect character balloon? So I think that in general, obviously Grogu is super cute 
right? And Funko Pop are known for being also kind of a, a cuter, more stylized version. And so the interpretation of the pop of Grogu, um, while it is still very character correct, it definitely has that Funko look and feel that we are known for. So when you look at it, you can tell that it's meant to be, you know, Funko Pop's version of the character. Some things translate better than others. I think that this one, just when you look at it, when you look at the physical plastic product, people immediately had this very emotional connection to the product, which is what you always want people to look at it and be like, oh my God, that looks so good. Like that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I have to have that. So I think that for us, combined with the fact that how many people love Star Wars, love this character, um, loved our product, it just, and how it looked, the translation of it, and we knew that we could find a way to really bring this to life. And the first time that we've ever done a balloon, and we we're ever going, you know, this is this is what we're doing. Like, this is our partnership with Macy's and Lucas. Like, if you're going to do something that's going to be around for a very long time, you want it to be meaningful and memorable and something that everyone can get behind. I think this is this is that like this is that character that everybody loves. Everybody can get behind. Um, and so I think for us, it's really exciting how well it translated. As we talked about, um, Grogu has a huge following and exploded. And it was almost an iconic status once he you know, got you know into the pop culture stratosphere. So what are Funko's plans to take this a little reveal further and create perhaps from it? So we are super excited to have a limited edition line of products that will be available on our Funko.com and direct-to-consumer channels and our select Funko stores. Um, and then we will have select products available at Macy's flagship in New York. But I think that we really wanted to celebrate this event. Uh, we wanted to keep it feeling very special. And, you know, if you are able to get some of these awesome Macy's inspired, Macy's balloon inspired items, I think fans are going to go crazy for it. But we also have our core Funko Mandalorian pop and other products that are available year round um, to all of our fans. So I think that even if you're not able to get the Macy's specific product. We're excited that we have so much awesome Mandalorian product to offer everybody. But I think the that limited edition collection that we have coming out is going to be really exciting for the fans. It really captures the spirit of the, the Macy's parade. And your um, relationship, Funko's relationship with Lucasfilms, as you know, Lucasfilms is in short of iconic characters. So yeah. will Funko plan anything in the future to take this collaboration a little bit further? Uh, is there anything you can talk about now? I mean, we would love to continue to partner with them in new ways. I think that this is the first that we're doing together. Um, and hopefully it can lead to a lot of stuff in the future. But I think we're, what we're really excited about is what this means for us right now. And then kind of seeing how this goes and then taking it from there. But we always have amazing stuff that we're working on with the Lucas team. So this uh, balloon reveal is just another exciting branch off from Funko ever-involving arm of varied brands and fan touch points. Will you continue to have more fan experiences and uh, more location-based experiences like the balloon reveal in the future? I mean, I think that Funko does an amazing job of always creating meaningful fan experiences, whether it was, you know, Comic-Con, where we had our, our Funko event that so many people know about and love, or whether it's what we've been able to do during the pandemic with these online conventions that have have really gotten fans excited and providing them behind the scenes looks at the stuff that we're working on. I think as time goes on, we're getting better and better at connecting with our fans. It really is the core of our business and always looking at new ways to do 
amazing and innovative experiences for them. So having the flagship stores that we have, one in Everett, Washington and one in Hollywood allows us, you know, to have space to do these kinds of really cool things. Our partnerships allow us to do really cool things. So we're constantly evolving. I think that there is so many more fun things on the horizon um, that we're going to continue to do. And this is just, you know, the tip of the iceberg. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. This is one of the most ambitious licensed collaborations in recent memory, and one that is clearly well thought out with exclusive products on the shelves at Macy's. To find out a bit more about how the retailer is working with Funko and Lucasfilm, and to get a closer look into building these balloons, we spoke with Jordan Dabby of Macy's. Welcome Jordan, thank you for joining us at the licensing mixtape today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Jordan, how does the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, how is it a part of our pop culture? Sure. I'd say, you know, for stars, the parade has a well-known and celebrated history of curating the best and biggest in pop icons. Um, from our very first character balloon, Felix the Cat, who was incredibly popular in his era, to this year's wildly popular Grogu balloon. Every year at the parade, we strive to do something new um, to surprise our lifelong fans. We are always seeking to appeal to new viewers, whether it's new characters in the sky, the evolving technology and animation behind our floats, featuring the latest um, celebrities and up and coming celebrities as well. Um, we've had the, the pleasure of, of featuring Celine Dion and Kelly Clarkson in recent years. We're always exploring and, and finding new ways to bring the parade to new platforms and new audience every year. We recognize the need to keep keep up with the times, while also maintaining the tradition of the parade that our fans have, have always come to love and enjoy. So I, I think that would, in a synopsis, be how we're always evolving with pop culture here at the parade. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, your recent collaboration with Funko. So let's talk about how this collaboration came to be. When did it start and how has it evolved? We started working with the Funko team prior to last year's parade. In late October, early November, we first started the conversation about what this potentially could look like. And over the course of four to six weeks, we kind of ironed down all the different possibilities around their characters. They have a bunch of licenses, and we'd really tried to hone in on what character would make the most sense for the parade from both a cultural perspective as well as a structural aerodynamic perspective. So, you know, those early conversations took about four to six weeks. And then once we honed in on the character, we moved right into the creative process, which, again, was a great collaboration between their artists and the folks at the Macy's Parade Studio. So what is or what are the criteria to get a balloon into Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yeah, the, the simplest answer is we feature the best in family entertainment. We would like to feature immediately recognizable children's characters. Um, we want characters that transcend generations and audiences. We know that our audience is children watching with their parents and watching with their grandparents. So the ultimate litmus test is when you look at a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, no matter where you are, where you're from, that character is immediately recognizable and evokes wonderful emotion within uh, within the family. On average, how many balloons are in the parade? And from that, how often is a new character introduced into that lineup? Sure. We typically have uh, around 40 specialty balloons in the parade in any given year. And then we often feature anywhere from 15 to 17 giant signature helium character balloons. So you touched upon the, the time frame earlier. What level of work went 
into creating the balloon? Sure. I think from creative process to production, that time cycle can be anywhere from six to seven months. It all depends upon the complexity of, a, of the balloon. There are certain balloons that are very straightforward, and there are other balloons that have unique challenges. But, you know, the Macy's Parade Studio is incredible. As a general rule, inflatables like to be round, yet we have great expertise in building balloons that are square as well. So, you know, the challenge with, with Grogu was trying to find the right pose and more importantly, make sure that it is character correct. There are certainly structural challenges that we have with any balloon, but the success of our relationships with our partners is our ability to build a balloon that is absolutely 100% character correct, given some aerodynamic considerations. So it's been a great collaboration. Um, they truly understood our perspective and, and some of the things we were trying to achieve aerodynamically. And the creative team at both Lucasfilms and Funko really work with us within those parameters to build a character that we can all be proud of that we know will make everyone smile come parade day. In this process, what would be the most surprising fact about creating a balloon for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I think I'd answer it two ways. I think from a production standpoint, one of the little known secrets of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is that we have an internal team that does it all. Our Macy's Parade Studio creates everything that you see within our parade every year. From the ideation of the balloon's design, um, the corresponding aerodynamic considerations, to even the distribution of helium and handling lines, all of that knowledge lives within the very people we get to work with every day. I think when you talk about the creative process and the production process, another interesting fact is, is simply that a balloon such as Grogu might take anywhere from 450 to 475 hours to actually paint. Everything is hand painted by our artisans. So I, I think that's something that, that few people know about. And I think specific to, to Grogu, another interesting fact would be that as a nonverbal character, you know, his ears, they're enormous, they're expressive, but also they're challenging. So trying to create those ears and reproduce those ears in a character correct way was certainly challenging. It was unique. It was exciting. But finding that optimal position so that the ears were not only true to his personality, but also buildable in balloon form was a lot of fun. And again, it took a lot of expertise and a lot of collaboration with with the Lucasfilms and Funko creative teams. You touched upon how um, Grogu has like a lot of personality, but what was it about Grogu as a Funko Pop that makes the character the perfect balloon for the parade? Sure, his his head. Um, his head is, is beautiful for an inflatable. It has a lot of volume and it allows for a very stable, predictable, flyable balloon. You know, again, I mentioned it before, the creative integrity and character correctness are always our ultimate goal, but they were understanding of that process and it was critical to go through that process with them um, to make sure they were pleased with the end result. I think the other part touches upon one of your initial questions, which is, you know, Grogu as a character transcends generations and, and he's become a staple in the Star Wars universe, um, as well as pop culture through the Funko product and, and even memes. And, and similarly, I'd say the parade is viewed by multi-generational audiences. So a successful balloon really has to be 
instantly recognizable to people of all ages and and Grogu does exactly that. You don't have to be an avid Star Wars fan to immediately respond and know uh, what this character is all about. Does Macy's have any plans to take this reveal further and create products based on the announcement? Yeah, I mean, we, we certainly will have product. Um, we, we are talking to the Funko team about uh, the vinyl pops. There'll be a collection of vinyl pops. We'll have bobbleheads, we'll have backpacks, we'll have keychains, we'll have blankets. I think all of it is, is in development and, and this is really just the, the tip of the iceberg. Um, we'll be working with this team for several years and, and it's something that, that will only grow as we hit 2022 and beyond. All right, thank you. We're working to bring you more exclusives and special episodes as we prepare to close season three and bring season four to life in 2022. But in the meantime, stay tuned for more in-depth conversations on the licensing mixtape or follow License Global on social media for the latest news and insights.